Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Ross Noble's here. Hello. He's here in the flesh in Dublin. We were both yeah. playing Dublin last night. Yeah, what's that was the a treat. Chances? Yeah. It's happening more and more. I think there's, is there more comedians on tour than there ever was? Or has the nation, has the world got smaller? I think maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. We've become global citizens, you see. That'll be it. So the world's smaller, so it seems like there's more. No, there's just too many comedians. There really Unfortunately, is. Unfortunately, there needs to be, I think there needs a cult. to be. A cult. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you're top end, the likes of yourself and me, right? <laughs> that's fine. You can stay. But, you know, no, I'm yeah. sorry, but. What, the new, what would you get rid of, though? The newer ones or the ones you've, like, all right, you've had your day? Oh, that's a good question. That's a question, isn't it? So, that's today's <laughs> phone-in Which topic. comedian would you call? <laughs> but we're excluded from this. But, oh, uh, you can't say us two because yeah. we're too sensitive. Yeah, no, no, I don't think I don't think you're allowed to, because obviously you've got the classic, like Bernie Clifton, for example, right? Yeah. Nobody funnier than Bernie Clifton. Hilarious. You know, you can't be... You can't be calling him. No. You know, he's he's old school. You know what's amazing about Bernie Clifton? No one's ever... Because you know like sometimes you'll come up with an idea and then another comic sort of does the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever even come near that well, same idea, well, just wandering well, around on an ostrich's well, back. Well, Bernie was riding the ostrich, but then if you think back to the 70s, Rod Hull was holding... An email. Do you yeah, think the feeling they were, there's yeah. like, they were booked on the Keith same Harris rail? Keith Harris had his arm up at Orville. Awesome. <laughs> Keith Harris, Bernie Clifton, and Rod Hull, all on the same bill. <laughs> all on the same bill. Hey, hey look come at that. on. Not even try it. <laughs> That's a bonus one. You can have that. And one of the reasons why I'll be last in the queue for the comedy call. <laughs> do you remember? Um, do you remember Lord Charles? <laughs> yeah, Lord Charles. And uh, what was his name? Your man who... who uh, Ray Allen. Ray Allen, of course. Except my auntie always used to go... Uh, uh, Ray Lord Charles. Ray Charles. Yes, yeah. it's so close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine what a, what a night that would be. <laughs> Ray Charles with... Ventriloquism. Ray Charles and Lord Allen. Here's Lord Allen. He's like a really serious uh, peer that comes out. But he sits in the House of Lords with a Ray Charles puppet. What's Ray Charles' big hit? Uh, So many. You give your head to me. And then give, you turn a love that one. That's, that's give a, your hat to me. Give your hand to me. Oh, hand, right. not your hat. <laughs> your hat. Not as Paul Young, wasn't it? Yeah. He and his hat. That's him. Uh, there's a brilliant story about um, Ray Allen, where uh, uh, Roy Walker told me this when we were. Um, he's got some great stories. He's got some he? great stories. So stop, stop the clock for a second. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just remind me to tell you about. Remind me to tell you about about Roy Walker and the bingo balls right, okay. and the strong man right start the I'm clock just jotting that down so, start the clock I think it's going to be a lot of that um, Royal Variety and uh, we were up in Blackpool and, and he's obviously played Blackpool a lot and he said um, he said oh there was a ventriloquist on Paul Zerden was on yeah. who's, who's actually a normal lovely bloke yeah but, yeah yeah one of the few. Yes, exactly. Him, Nina Conti, yes. the rest all bit weird. borderline. Yeah, and Roy said it as well. He went, it's always been like that. They've always been a bit oh, odd ventriloquist. Right. There's a right. sort of two, uh, you know, personalities going on. Who's yeah. the real, who's the funny one? Who's yeah. the star? Like, they, it does the editing. Yeah. After a while, you know. And uh, he said he, he came in one time, uh, Ray Allen, and he had a massive... They were doing a gig together. They had a massive case, huge case, bigger than normal, you yeah. know, for a week away. He sort of pulled it in this big wooden case, slammed it down. And he said, you all right, lads, I'm just going to 
just going to pop out and uh, uh, grab a shower. I'll be back in five minutes. And then Roy Walker and you know whoever's just having a look at each other, like size of that case. Yeah. And uh, Rayon's coming and he's hung Lord Charles up on a hook. Right. And he goes back out. And uh, after a couple of minutes, they're like size of that case. Look. Yeah. And he's like, should have a look? Should have a look inside it? What's in it? What could be in it? Anyway, so they've opened it up. Yeah. And it's just a load of Lord Charles's. Oh, yeah. Spare Lord Charles, it's like four or five, like it's wow. weird, like a weird sort of puppet graveyard. Yeah. And uh and they close it back up, lock it back up and go back to the table and having a chat and a cigarette, whatever. And like, ten minutes later, uh Ray Allen comes back in and he looks up at Lord Charles on the hook and Lord Charles goes, They had a look in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It's too surreal. Right, we're gonna find out what your Roy Walker story is very shortly. <laughs> Roy Walker hour <laughs> on absolute radio. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Well, if you're like me, I'm I'm desperate to find out what uh, Ross's Roy Walker story <laughs> It's the Roy Walker hour. <laughs> I mean, the build-up for this. <laughs> it's not, no, it's not, it's not the, uh, he just told me that, like, in the days when they used to play the working men's clubs and they had the, um, you know, the bingo, the, that was the bit, the whole, the whole yes. night, the turns were kind of aside Very from the bingo. Very much aside, yeah. And uh, if they didn't get paid, apparently in his day, he used to carry around an extra ping pong ball with a number on it. And then uh, if he didn't get paid or there was any trouble at the club, he'd toss the extra ping pong ball into the bingo machine and then the same number would come out twice and there'd be absolute chaos. There'd be a riot in the club. There was apparently he was working with a strong man. Yeah. Those were the days. Wow. Hey. They're the gigs. He's working with a strong man and the fella wasn't going to pay him. Who doesn't be a strong man? Hey, the strong man. So he picked this fella up with, like, he just with one hand, he picked up the concert secretary and he hung him on the hook in the dressing room <laughs> and he wouldn't let him down until he'd give him, give him the money. Yeah. I told you that story I mean, about the uh, about the the number one club in uh, Blackpool. When I, used, when I first started, I used to follow my ex-girlfriend's, uh, I mean, we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, but her uncle was an old comic on uh, oh, okay. So I used, to, I used to carry a shirt. Right. And go to watch the gigs and stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm sure I've told you this story on the on air before, but it's just one of my favourite stories. I haven't heard it. No. Um, so this guy's this comic's doing a gig, and it's not going well. He's got to do his 45 minutes. You know, it's like it's not a case of whether you're funny or not. It's just like do your time because yeah. that's what that's the only thing anyone can measure. And he does his 45 minutes. People are chatting and you know just being rude and, uh, and obnoxious and just you know getting on with their their day in this club. And he's doing his best stuff, you know, and he's getting on a bit, this guy. He's been doing the job for a long time, and he's, he's livid. Anyway, he leaves. Right, do you know what? I'm, I'm, good night. Thank you very much. And he leaves. He wanders off stage. And uh, as he's wandering off stage, the bingo cart's being pushed on to the stage, and he can hear chat, 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 chat yeah. out there as he's heading to the dressing room. And just before he gets to the dressing room, a hush just falls over the crowd. And he's, like, suddenly livid. Oh, right, they're going to be quiet for the bingo, but not for me. He loses it, just some, 
just goes and he runs back out of stairs. He pulls the microphone out of the out of its stand oh and he st- and he. I mean, he's not swore for forty five minutes and suddenly he's they're getting the barrage. He's they're getting all the all the terms and conditions, every single <laughs> swear word you can think of. He's calling them this and called you this and you. How dare you? I've been doing this job for forty years. How dare you not listen to me? And then the bingo comes out and you listen to the bingo. You set up blah 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 blah. And after a, a good rant of about a minute and a half, the club secretary's at the side of the stage. He's, He's going, John, John, we were just having a minute silence for somebody who died. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Awful. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford show on Absolute Radio. Ross Noble's here. That woke you up, didn't it? It certainly did. You went into sort of human screensaver while that song I did, was I on. Sort of blanked off. I'd yeah, just, and not actually spoke for about boom, a minute. Boom, like that. We're just staring <laughs> at the floor. And right, so did you go like, out last night after the show? I did, yeah. Because we were gonna. Go, I was gonna meet. Yeah, you. Yeah, I forgot to ask you what, what happened to you. I did. I did WhatsApp. Yeah, I said. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just said I can't. Yeah. My throat's going, and uh, I had a bit of a headache, and I just thought I've got to do the show in the morning. I could go out, and it'd be fun to see everybody. Yeah, but then I don't know if this show would happen. That's right, yeah. I mean, I, I, and I couldn't do that to the nation, Ross. Yeah, that's true. Yes, <laughs> a nation mourns. Uh, yeah, no, I went, I went and met up with uh, Johnny Candon. Oh, good, good great excellent comic. Excellent comic, Johnny Candon. He was playing at Club here, so I just uh, popped in there, made sure that the show had finished. Yes. You want to make, you never want to get, never want to no. get, let's Because uh, if you turn up at a oh, comedy club and yeah. it's sort of coming on, like yeah. two things happen. Your the promoter meets your ego a little bit, like, <laughs> and you know, as a crowd, they're already well up for comedy. And you think, well, I've just done two hours to people yeah. who really like me because yeah. they came to see me, exactly. And you're only as good as your last gig. <laughs> yeah. So, do I really want to? I was, I did that once. I turned up at a club and uh, I walked in through the door. Steve K. Amos was on on mm. stage, and uh, I literally walked and I, and, and I told them I'd come down. And I walked through, and like, he saw me come through the door, and he went. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a treat for you now. It was the very end of the show. He was wrapping it up. And he, went, he went, friend of mine's come in. Do you want it? And I was, I still, still have my coat on. Oh, no. I'm not with my bag and everything. No. He like, looked like a backpacker or something. Just here he comes. That's so well I, So I went down there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'd say I probably, I probably went to bed at about 5. So 5 a.m.? I reckon, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you don't drink? Well, that's why I can get up and be perky at this hour. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah. The, the 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 negative bit of not drinking though, because I don't drink a, an awful lot either. So I drink soft drinks when I'm out. But yeah. sometimes, just the sugar content of a oh. of a coke. Or, yeah. Like I know my, my mates don't believe me, but sometimes they'll be like, "Are you drinking as well?" I'm yeah, like, yeah. "No." Yeah. Just the sugar and the fact that you're all drunk. I'm just I'm just following you. Yeah. And I. I but the I, worst I, thing is I can remember everything the next day. Yeah, in super sugared up detail, <laughs> extra detail. It's like what happened, but if Willy Wonka saw it, it's that, isn't it? I uh, I must have told you about this. I, I had to go to a, I didn't have to, but nope. I chose to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went to a hypnotherapist. Did I tell you about tell this? Tell me more. To get, to get off Diet you Coke. Me. You had me at hypnotherapy. Yeah. Really? So you were so addicted to Diet Coke? I you... get a Diet Coke first thing in the morning. I thought, oh, I have a lovely Diet Coke. Not with me breakfast, but you no. know, mid-morning. Have oh. another one with me lunch. Maybe it's one mid-afternoon. And before the gig, I'd have another one. Crikey, yeah. And I worked out, I was probably doing about four litres of Diet Coke. A and day. Then, a day. And that's a lot of caffeine. Yeah. And as you know, 
I'm quite an upbeat individual. I was going to say, the last thing you need <laughs> so is caffeine. It's kind of like, yeah, I was both, uh, I was just awake, yeah. like, all night, and I wouldn't sleep for days going, oh, this is weird, I just, I can't work out why I'm not sleeping, because you're just mainlining like, m- caffeine. Yeah. And then, yeah, and I was also, wow. just got to the point where it was like, you know, it, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to use the term sticky wee. It's done but, now. You know, said it. Having a wee, and it was just yeah. What? And it was actually like my, a bit my blood, glucosey. Blood, I was cleaning pennies. <laughs> oh. was, I was, I was turning. Anyone who had a bit of, anyone who had a bit of brass, yeah, was just gone a Hop bit. Round to dark. Ross's house. No, will come round. He'll just miturate upon your brass. <laughs> Got me thrown out the Salvation Army many a time. <laughs> Wow, so you so and did it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't right. had Diet Coke for uh, about five years now. Right. Like with a watch or was, I don't know, was that <laughs> Yeah, he was a film Victorian times. <laughs> like a watch. Yeah. He did he say you're feeling sleepy? He did. And then his eyes, as he looked at me, his eyes went like spirals. <laughs> like, this is it's not what I expected. This is exactly what I expected. <laughs> his, his top hat was on at a jaunty angle. Oh, this is a, this is unusual. Yeah. Wow, I've never. I didn't know if any of that hypnotherapy stuff worked. You, well, here's the thing: it's not magic. People no. think that hypnosis is like. Magic. Yeah, I they, thought it was magic. Yeah, I did too. Okay. I thought they just went Good. like you know the watch, and then you kind of no, it's like a sort of uh, it's like a relax. Uh, like I tell you what, it's like right the. Um, <laughs> This class is a radio show. Absolutely. It's like, you know, when you're asleep, but you're half awake, or like an alarm goes off and it's music, and you start in your head, right. you start dreaming it's about it, yeah. the noise, or there'd be like bottles bottles outside. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you're back in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you hear a noise, and then you incorporate that into your dreams. Right. So, you're ha- so it's like half and half. Yeah. Or when you drive somewhere and you get to, you know, you drive home and you go, I don't remember driving back. You right. sort of lost in a. Okay, so it's that it's, sort of. It's sort of like that, and then but they yeah they just talk wow. you through it and it's. Do you ever I, suddenly just think you're naked and start doing chickens or is it? Um, was he a full professional? Uh, <laughs> I do that anyway. <laughs> just literally find myself naked, yeah, on the uh, on the estate of the uh, sadly deceased Bernard Matthews. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, I hope you're very well this morning. <laughs> we were, sorry, we, we, how rude of us to be in the middle of a what, story. What, how when, rude of us to be enjoying ourselves. Yes, we are. No, but we were sort of mid-story of a yeah. story. We were like, I can't tell this on air. And then literally got to the bit where... And the one-legged <laughs> jockey said, don't look at me, I'm riding side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some text, though. Let's hear what Excellent. people are up to this morning. Uh, you know, what I love about doing this, the show on a Sunday morning is that the random things that people are up to on Brilliant. a Sunday morning, that's yeah. what I love. And, yeah. I, you know, and you're, you know, a random comic, you know, yeah, that's a good like, word yeah. to describe your yeah. set, but you can't be real people, Ross. Yeah, They don't indeed. get more... So this is Bethany. She's up this morning. She says, Bethany, heading to the Inve- Infection Prevention Society Conference in Glasgow. Oh, that's a new one, That's it? good. Would you see that coming? That, that never, be... never in a million years. Is she driving a car like a big bubble? One I... of them bubble cars? <laughs> like with the, the outbreak monkey in the boot or something? <laughs> off the... what's, what's it called? The... the Infection Prevention Society Conference. All I'm saying is, she's not... If you go to that gig, you know, if you go to that conference, mm. 
not much chance of getting a one night stand, is there? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Not one person. What a full day of lectures. Yeah. And then everyone hits the bar later. Forget it. <laughs> no one, Forget it. No I've one. got I've got pie charts telling you why this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> uh Gillian, uh she's at Scotland under eleven's ice hockey trials with her son. Oh, lovely. Uh, Flint is running Tough Mudder in uh in Crawley. In Crawley, yeah, I'm, I'm in Crawley. It's my next gig. There you go. Oh, if I'd known that, I would have gone down and slopped around. Done a the, bit of tough mudder in the in Crawley. Wow. You ever fancy tough mudder? Yeah, God, I, yeah. I sort of do as well. Do you? I do. Yeah. Let's do it then. All right. Yeah. Deal. If you, did you watch that documentary about all the Olympians doing it? No. Yeah, there was a documentary. One of the one of the more obscure channels. Yes. I, I I'm a big fan of going down. I go past Babe Station. I go past the Christian <laughs> channels. And Get right on there, you know, and you start <laughs> so another world, yeah. Another dimension. You sort of you go crime, you know, you think, Oh, seen uh, Wives with Knives? Have you seen that? I've movie? not seen Wives yeah. with Knives. Oh, it's great. <laughs> that sounds they cool. love a rhyme further down the channels, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sinister ministers, I mean, um, yeah, there was a talk about all these uh, these Olympians <laughs> taking on the, the tough modder, really. And it looked like hard work, so um, and they're Olympians, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Oh. But we because I've just mainly we, seen. Lads, lads, yeah, lads, yeah. lads. I yeah. Mean, oh, if lads, lads, lads can do it. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the thing, though, isn't it? The Olympians, they were kind of a bit more because they were highly tuned athletes. Yes. Whereas, I think you need to have more of an attitude of just like, <laughs> yeah, this will be all right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It looks when I've read off up on it because I've had a little look. Like it looks more teamwork, team building than. Yeah. I mean, it's wet and muddy, obviously, but yeah, like I think you, as long as you can climb over a wall, I think you're all right. Could you climb over a wall? I think so. It, yeah. it, it depends if it was some like if it was a dog chasing me. I think I would. I'd, I'd be much better at it if I was in danger. Right. That's so, my worry. So what? So we, why don't we get in touch with the um, police dog unit? <laughs> we do this for charity or the, <laughs> yeah. the guide dogs. Not the guide dogs. They're not. They're yeah. not. They're not trained for attack. No, they're the opposite. Yeah. That, imagine that. Very much you, not. you and me trying to get over a wall. And they're like, he's not vicious <laughs> enough. He's just a guide dog, mate. <laughs> so some blind fella up to his waist in mud, going, "This yeah. was a terrible idea." <laughs> they. I must say though, one of the things I do enjoy watching. I've not seen it for ages. It's like um, somebody all like with padding over them as a police dog chases them and takes them down. That's a great thing to watch. Yeah, so, you know, I love a bit of that. Yeah, for me and mine, we were doing some gigs for the army and they had the the attack dogs. Oh, and yeah. My mate got the full gear on great. and uh, it ran along and it it sort of grabbed or grabbed the back of his neck and the oh. dog sort of did like a bit of a. A bit of a flip like a cartwheel. He just flipped him right over. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Terrifying. terrifying. One of the greatest things ever. So if you're out there and you're currently in any, whether it, it could be police, army, yep. bomb disposal, or just a uh, dodgy security company, <laughs> if anyone has an attack dog. That's the only way I'm going to be able to get through yeah, Tough Mudder. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Where real music matters. Jason Manford here with Ross Noble till 12 o'clock. In case you're wondering who that is, I mean, you've got a pretty distinctive voice. Yeah, but it could be, yeah, it could be Kevin Waitley, it could be Ant and Deck. Could have, it could, could be, be Ant and Deck. Ant, both Ant both and Deck. Together. Yeah, I think one of them's busy. It's mostly Deck. Yeah. And, uh, heavy, <laughs> <sticking> the heavy. <laughs> I don't think he's doing any radio at the moment. No. Yeah, or uh, 
uh, who, Jimmy Neal. He's been a bit quiet yes. of late, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, where is the where is the nail stuff? Well, he was on Broadway, wasn't he? He was on... Uh, was he? Yeah, he was. He was in uh, Sting's The Last Ship. Brilliant. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Jimmy Neal uh, Who would have thought some random northern bloke would be in musical theatre. <laughs> the very idea is insane. How dare they? I mean, come on. How are they sneaking into that's it? Not, that's not what proper northern men do. <laughs> <laughs> if you're up and about this morning, let us know. It'd be nice to hear from you. Uh, Connor says, Morning, Jason and Ross. I'm bored out of my tree at work. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think he works in a tree. I He's a rust. <laughs> it was really made morning. I don't know why this is going to make his morning. Make my morning if you could get Ross to imitate your accent. My accent? Yeah. Mancunian accent. I mean, you're a master of accents, to be fair. I certainly you? am, but I prefer... You see, yours is a bit too... Like, yours is a... I've, I've, you're, uh, it's, it's velvety. It's, war, it's warm. Thanks, mate. Like... You know what it is? I, I, I prefer the proper... Nasally. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Like I did, uh, at the risk of sounding like a, a showbiz lovey, I uh, I worked with uh, Bez. Okay. And, uh, and Clang. Hey, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get the sweeping brush out. Hey, it's come names on. being dropped oh, yes. here. I was at the Royal Opera House myself and Mr. Beers. Um, the, yeah, and he was describing to me how um, he's got, uh, he's into beekeeping now. Oh, right. And yeah. it was quite incredible. And I got some bees and that on the roof. I got an ankle. He's just talking about having bees on the roof of a building in Manchester. The buzzing, mate. That mean, that's, <laughs> I imagine would be the. That's where the gag would go. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if he was trying to set that joke up, and he just lied to me, and he was just, and then somebody, somebody came in before he, or he just forgot, and he's just like, he's like, I like me buzzing. Bez, God bless him. He's great, isn't he? Of Lovely. course, uh, in Broiled in Scandal this week, wasn't he? Oh, I've not seen that. Oh, have you not seen it? No. He got caught cheating on Bargain Hunt. No. Yeah. How could you cheat at Bargain Hunt? Because <laughs> he got his girlfriend to bid on the stuff. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> because, so it was uh, it was him up against Jarvis Cocker. Stop <laughs> it. Yeah. And it was, re- it was really funny because you could tell like, like Jarvis is like, you know, such a, such a cool bloke. Yeah. Just like literally just uh, all the rest of them. You know how they make them wear those horrible like um, polo yes. shirts, you know. And like, uh, so Jarvis is on the blue team, but he just had like a blue shirt and a really nice <laughs> like sort of skinny tailored suit on. And he's obviously turned up and just gone, no, I won't I'm, be not, wearing I'm not doing that. And he had the <laughs> things on, you know. Um, yeah. Got caught. And, he got, and his girlfriend was in the, and he reckons it was because he said to her, like uh, that he liked the items or something and she thought he meant oh I want to keep these so she how competitive yeah. you got to be and apparently he had uh, he made it 8 pounds profit and he kept it <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's riddled riddled with riddled with scandal unbelievable yeah. who would have thought he was a wronger i mean you know. to look at him you wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, he just looks like butter would melt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This might be hugely libelous. A libelous, but I'm, definitely I'm, say it. Then that's the yeah, show we run. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think he might have had issues around his tax. Ah, okay. I mean, I'm not. Maybe gonna, that, I'm, that eight pounds just knocking it off. Yeah, I think so. One has, day at a time. Declared, can I just say, 
that is alleged and it, I'm alleging that purely based on information that has I might have confused them with Wesley Snipes <laughs> I mean, yeah. producers googling it quick it's, it's, check. it's easily done what I don't want to be is called up as a witness <laughs> in some prosecution case between Bez and Ross Noble because of something you said on the radio about him but I guarantee that if that's the case, you would be during the witness thing, you would make a point of turning to the gallery and going, and then I said, buzz in. <laughs> <laughs> you had to be there. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. And here with me is Ross Noble. Hello. We're doing uh, some daily politics today. We're going to be covering Brexit, yeah. uh, the uh, Kavanaugh trial. Uh, we're going to go all the big stories today, aren't we, Ross? And That's, yeah, yeah, certainly. Really. We're going to do the paper review first, or do you <laughs> want to go straight to the in-depth political analysis? Well, I think there was a huge story this week that really caught my eye. Uh, was a, a video that went viral mm-hmm. where um, a, 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 a guy in a kayak got hit in the face uh, by an octopus that a seal was holding. Wow. Yeah. Have you seen this online? I haven't, no. I mean, you would have tweeted. I mean, before I got to that, you would have gone, oh, yeah, I think I know this. Are we talking about ear seal or are we talking about seal, the popular musical entertainer? Is that what it is? That what it's from a rose. <laughs> no. Bang, in the face. It was very much the animal. Right. A seal. Yes. Had, I don't, I, I presume it was, I think what it was doing was, I think it was attacking the octopus. Yeah. They attack octopus. Or, or the... The seal was balding a bit, and he's gone. I'll use that as a wig. He's just put it on. An octopus coma. Yeah, he's just put it on. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> no, one, no one will notice. Don't mention it. Yeah. Don't mention why it. He's sensitive it, about his hair. Why is, why is his wig got eyes? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, yeah, it's an amazing video. I mean, you only have to Google seal, octopus, kayak, kayak and the yeah. video will come up. Wow. And, uh, yeah, slapped right in the face. And is it, he's so he, well, he's just like he's out with his GoPro, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, of course they are. Yeah, and uh, he's giving it the kayaking, and then it comes out of nowhere, bang! They're quite a vicious animal, the seal. I didn't realise this. Yeah, they're quite a rambunctious. You wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to be an octopus. You definitely want to be an octopus, and certainly not a kayaker. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I think of all of the creatures of the deep. Think yeah. the octopus because you just you think it could hold its own as well, well in a fight. You know, if you grab two of its tentacles, <laughs> yeah. it's slapping you. You're it's holding it another, like, and it's got it's another, another six, one. Exactly. It? it just yeah. But no, apparently not. The seals. Just... Maybe they. I'm. I don't know a lot about octopus. Maybe they've just not got the. Maybe they can only control two at a time. I was saying the six rest are all like blah, blah, blah. Sort of flopping around. Yeah. And then yeah. Every, every so often they slap themselves in the face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these things. <laughs> They are, wow. I, do you know the um, this is something I found out when we were filming uh, what was your kids doing did you know that the anteater is in the category A like grade one dangerous animals alongside the lion and the jaguar and the tiger really? the anteater the anteater they're as dangerous they're a grade one category A hang on dangerous hang on. animals what who was doing with the people doing the category? Was it ants? <laughs> was that the. <laughs> they were doing a was survey. It, was it Paul Rudd? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I, it's their, the, it's so, their claws. It's because of the claws. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Like the cassowary, you know? The cassowaries are. Um, they're very dangerous because of the claws. Know what that is. 
George Ezra sang about them. <laughs> no, the the large birds, like they're like an, oh, e- okay. like an emu thing. Why didn't that happen in in the Ant Man movies? Mm. Why didn't he have an arch nemesis? Yeah, the called the Anteater. Well, we've not seen. I've not seen the third. Is there a third one being made? Uh, don't know. But I, I just think... I've only just watched the Infinity Wars uh, Avengers film. I just watched it like literally yesterday. Did oh, you like it? I did, other than, but I am getting annoyed with the fact that it ends and, and it's not the end. I'm like, oh, come on now. Yeah, it's almost like those films have become like really expensive episodes <laughs> in an ongoing yeah. an ongoing thing. It's just like a really fancy Corrie. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like Coronation Street but with loads of special effects. <laughs> do, do you find it weird, right, the well, fact that like, the fact that I find it hard to watch, uh, I find it hard to watch... The fa- the fact that you know Spider Man's dad, yes, that is weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's Dominic Holland, who's a brilliant comic, he's been on the circuit for years and years. His son is now Spider Man. Yeah. Tom, uh, yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah, so Tom Holland is this, uh, you know, this brilliant lad playing Spider Man in the film, and we're mates with his dad. Yeah, and it's just really odd because you just sort of go. Well, you know, you say you're getting older. When, you out of are you getting older when policemen seem <laughs> younger? <laughs> You get older oh. when your mate's son Spider Man. <laughs> oh, oh, perhaps we're perhaps we're not living in the real world. Maybe, maybe. I don't think anyone at home is now going. Oh, yeah, sa- um, same. Yes. yes. Oh God. <laughs> I, I was like that when the when the X Men film came out. <laughs> Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. How have you found uh, Ireland? While you've been over here, have you enjoyed yourself? It's yeah, it's been it's quite brief. I flew in, did yeah, Belfast, yeah. and then uh, drove down here, Not did like Dublin. Me. So who's been here for ten days? Really, I've been here. This is my last day of ten days. Good yeah, Lord. yeah. Wow. I flew into Northern Ireland, and then uh, we did the show last week. Uh, the podcast is up with Neil Delamere, and then uh, yeah, then I did Galway, Cork, Limerick, wow. Dublin, Dublin. Did you m- much touristy stuff? Um, only my kids came out on Friday, yeah. so they 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 came after school and uh, flew over on Friday with my mum. And uh, so yeah, so we did a bit yesterday. Went into uh, Temple Bar, oh, and yes. uh, I was like, oh, let's go. Griff kids, yeah, Griff kids love it. Te- they love it. They're getting on it. They love Guinnessy pubs, and because you, what you do is just get them like a little Guinness. Yes, it's quite cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little hands. It, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> A baby Guinness. A baby Guinness, yeah. Yeah. You just I, put more blackcurrant in. I, uh, one of the things I, I did... Don't drink kids, it was a joke. Yes, it's just, don't yeah. Listen. Don't yeah. don't listen to anything I say. Exactly. Just get milk and make it black <laughs> with black <boot> polish. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I noticed this was, this is kind of talk about, you know, taking the money off the Americans, right? I noticed mm. they had, uh, they had a leprechaun. Oh, I saw it, Have yeah. you seen it? With a face missing... And you shove your face yes. through the through the hole, and then it's all set in a like he's got a little woodland scene around, and it's like welcome to Ireland. He's got a Guinness and a little oh, shillelagh yes, and that. all that. So, and I just thought, like for me, mm. that would be the equivalent of like you know, if so, tourists going to Newcastle, there's maybe <laughs> one of the cast of Geordie Shaw, just you know, in a, just just the in mythical a, figure, just set up in a clap clinic. You know, you just put, put your face through, but like WKD in one hand, and then uh, yeah. yeah. But knowing how much work they get, you could probably get 
You wouldn't need a cardboard cutout of somebody from Jodie Shore. <laughs> that could that's be one true. of them. Just stand there with their... Uh... <laughs> yeah, Gaz. I've just said that. I don't know if that's one of the characters. Yeah, I think that's... He's I, I thought you were going to say the bloke who's actually dressed up as a leprechaun in the centre of Dublin. It's a bloke dressed, he's got... And the mad thing was, he's just wandering around without the head on. And there's like people from, oh, where are you from? He's like, Canada. What? He actually said, this is what I listen... You know when you just hear a snippet of a conversation? As I wandered past yesterday, he said, where are you from? And she went, he went, Canada. And he went, what's it like living next to a superpower? <laughs> that was his That was his conversation starter. Really? I was like, wow. But also, he's probably met a thousand idiots. Yeah. That's the best he can do. <laughs> I know. He I hasn't like thought, oh, I'll... Talk about Due South or something. Yeah. That's, what, that's where I'd go. The Mountie from Due South. Yes. Love that show. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? That's where I go first. Mounties. The or Celine Dion. Yeah. She's also... Ryan Reynolds. Horse-like. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go any of those. Yeah. Before. Uh, uh, Mike Myers. There you go. Yeah. We're off. We could do that. Bacon. We could do that. <laughs> if we stick in, if we work hard enough, we could be a non-committal leprechaun that sticks his <laughs> sticks his head on when people require it. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Music matters. It's the Jason Manford Show. Ross Noble is here. Hello. Did you know, Ross, another fact? We're, we're just banging out the facts it today. It is, isn't it? It's like a fact machine. I found out this week that they don't have uh, they don't have free school meals in Ireland. What? They don't have free school meals at school. At all? At all. It's not even a thing. They don't even have... They have packed lunches. Hang on. Every I... kid has a packed lunch. What? Hang on. So even if you're paying... Yeah, I don't have. Well, no... I don't know what. Go- oh, you mean paying for not paying for school, paying for the, the meal for, for pay- Yeah, so like, no, it's not even an option. There's not even like so. There's no. There's no dinner, ladies, and that. In that's what threw me. So I was in right. Cork, and I've got this joke, and I, I go, I say, oh, I got to, I get to middle of the day food time. That's the that's what I call it. And then I go, I know that's contentious because some people, like me, I call it breakfast, dinner, and tea. Yeah. Some people are very much wrong, and they call it breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and. Yeah. You know, we have a little laugh about it. I can, I mean, you know, it's like I can, I can drag that out for five or six minutes some nights, yeah, and uh, have a little argument with the audience and and uh, and have a bit of fun with it. And I said, but the facts are on my side because what were the people called at school? They gave you food, dinner, oh, ladies. No. And I got to that bit, and it usually gets a little chuckle. Yeah, nothing. And I was, and I was going to move on. You know, when the joke doesn't get a laugh, you think, well, this is awkward. I'm going to move on. But I thought I'm going to call them up on this because yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done this a hundred and twenty times. Yeah, and I said, what? Well, I said, dinner ladies. And said, we don't have them. They don't have dinner ladies. Wow. I know. Baffled me. I would have thought as well. Like, like Ireland, you think, and I don't mean to stereotype, but <laughs> you think of stews. Yeah. You think of like... Potatoes. Potatoes stuff you have to... Cabbage on the side. Exactly. Broths. Maybe some broth. You know. Yeah. I mean, I know they've moved on. I know. But, you know, you would think, I mean, as we know. I'm looking at the engineer out there. He's like, I'm right. It's no, yeah. no dinner, ladies. Yeah. They stared at me. He's drinking broth right now <laughs> from a large <laughs> from a large cauldron. I said to a guy in the front row, I went, I said, well, who gave you your food at school? He went, me mum. I was like, oh, okay, man. fair enough. It's crazy. We should point out, it always looms large, that mm. here in Dublin, turns out, is the chicken wing capital of the world. <laughs> Are we going to, shall we talk about this on air? <gasps> Mate. So, (laughs) 
me and Ross. As some of you might know at the time, because I was, was I doing this show at the, towards the end of that? I was doing the producers on tour. I think it was just before we started doing Absolute. And uh, we did the producers on tour. And, uh, and we came to, we to came Dublin. Dublin. And yeah. we had three weeks here. Yeah. Is it three weeks? Oh, no, two weeks. Yeah. Uh, in Dub- Dublin at the Borgosh Theatre. Yeah. Having a lovely time. Because, uh, you know, you and I are very much... We're very much song and dance yeah. men. We're, and uh, Gene <laughs> Kelly of our day. And I know, because I spend a lot of time in Dublin, that the chicken wings in Dublin are second... You can't get better chicken yeah, wings. Forget, honestly. But, there's no... Because it's like Chicago's like deep pan pizza. Whatever. You've got, I suppose, Rome's pizza as well. Yeah. Said, Rome, all of Italy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not just Rome. No. Sorry. It's just because I thought of a specific pizza I had. That's quite nice. Yeah, there's yeah. certainly tangine exactly. if you're in Morocco. Chicken wings. Wings. It's the capital of yeah. chicken wings. Because it, it started with one restaurant, didn't That's it? That's right. Like, there's four or five yeah. now. Do this yeah. like oh, Frank's hot sauce and the blue cheese dip. And yeah. the, so I said to... Uh, I told Ross about this. He was on board. Yeah. And we. Because I, I look, this is my favourite food, chicken. You love chicken. And I love a chicken wing. Yeah. Love them. So we had chicken wings every day Ooh. for a fortnight. Yeah. Because we wanted to see which restaurant had the best yeah, ones. Yeah, we went to 10 different <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> and man, funny, I even went, at one point, you went, I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> no. it, was, it, was getting, it, was, it was getting sweat. It was getting crazy, wasn't it? Yeah. And also, because we were surrounded by. Professional dancers <laughs> who tend to they eat yeah. clean. They, they eat do clean. eat clean. And They're then, doing hot yoga and a vegan diet. <laughs> yeah, and we're like anyone going for <laughs> who's going for chicken wings? It's our second chicken wings of the day. But in many ways, we were doing hot yoga because some of them <laughs> sauces. It was it was actually we coming were. out your pores and that. You know, my my story is that we had so many chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the fortnight, you got gout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is essentially what happened. <laughs> I literally ate so so many chicken wings. I thought my foot. I thought I'd broken my foot. And I was going, "This is a bit weird." And then I went to the doctor, just going. And I assumed it was because I was dancing in boot. You know, I was playing yeah. the Nazi, and that. Yeah. I had big hobnail boots on. And I assumed I'd, I assumed it was that. I nope. went to the doctor. I mean, now you've got. Gal- I don't even drink. I don't drink. But it turns out that if you eat exclusively chicken wings for, <laughs> for, two for two weeks and you don't have any vegetables because I wasn't even in the celery on the side no, I was thinking it's going to you know I don't, that. or as I call it the salad yes you know I, I actually that. didn't know it was it was it was towards the end of our run of producers and we I didn't see you then for a, an, another few weeks we were doing a, a gig somewhere maybe Southampton and you were nearby yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, and we met up for, for for a bit of lunch there and uh, or dinner whatever you want to call it yeah. and uh, and I said what are you having and they did chicken wings and he went no I'm just not I'm, oh. I've gone vegetarian <laughs> I did you had to go vegetarian I, I went veggie for about six months just to just to at least it. we know what caused it two weeks of chicken wings equals gout yeah but Cracky. then you know think of the colonel must, must have, have been, been in absolute <laughs> agony he was hobbling around oh, that God. fella Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're enjoying your Sunday so far. Ross Noble's here. Hello. 
And uh, we just had a chat. So we, we me and Ross did uh, the producers together. We yeah. did that. Uh, which I'm glad actually because we've just taken another photo of me and you and we put it on the out on the Twitter and the Facebook because the only photo I've got of me and you together is <laughs> just f- surrounded by Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't even during the... <laughs> <laughs> that was before. That was before the show. Yeah, yeah it's so, true actually. Yeah. So it's nice that we've got an actual photo now. Yeah. <laughs> together. That, doesn't, that, was a good, that was a fun... That was, that was it a, was such a fun show. It was great fun. If you've it? never seen the producers if it's, if it's, even if there's a little local Production is such, yeah, such a laugh, yeah, so well written, and uh, the songs are great, the characters are, are a lot of fun. I remember, not that you would know that if you came to one of the matinees in Bromley, uh, <laughs> crikey, oh my lord, I've never done, I'd never done a quiet matinee before because we do stand up, <laughs> it's like I remember coming out and you're doing jokes that Mel Brooks. Yes, has written. Has written, yeah, yeah. So yeah. these have stood the test of time. These yeah. are funny jokes. You know yeah. they're funny. Yeah. Nothing. And then at the end, lovely round of applause and they you know, it's just old they're just older people. I remember yeah. looking out once through the gap in the curtain in the, it was just after the interval and I was looking out. And Corey English, who was playing Max Bialystock, very funny New York actor. And uh, I said, I've never experienced this before, Corey. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm doing these jokes and they're just staring. Yeah. And he, he went, look at them, look at the crowd. And I looked out and it was just a sea of grey hair. He said, they're confused. <laughs> a lot of these people remember Hitler the first time. <laughs> like, yeah, fair enough. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, there was that moment like when I first appear with in the full the full naughty helmet on yes. and all that. You could see one or two of the people in the crowd thinking, "Oh, I thought I shot him." <laughs> <laughs> there he is. He's back. You know? It's weird, isn't it? Because they yeah. did. They actually did the show. The the same MD that we had on the uh, director on on our show. Did it in Germany. Germany, yeah, yeah. And where in Germany the swastika is banned. Yes. So it was they a bagel, they wasn't turned it? it yeah bagel. So they did the bagel, but it, but it still looked like the 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 flag, you know. So it was yeah really odd. Yeah, Imagine yeah. Imagine doing yeah. that there. I mean, they're not, you know, stereotypically not known for their sense of humour at the best of times. Yeah. So yeah, you know, there's a there's too a, soon. <laughs> You know, there's a production of Starlight Express that's been running in Germany in a purpose-built theatre since the original yes. back in the day. That gives you an idea of where the Germans are in the yeah in the general scheme of a, things. And that is an odd show. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about this last night. Actually, I did this um, while while I was doing uh, Young Frankenstein. I did a, a podcast, which you can still get available uh, on the on the <laughs> internet there, uh, called Podding on the Ritz. Nice. And it's, it's got net, yeah. Nice. And so we would do a, um, a this podcast from the dressing room. We were talking about Starlight Express, mm. and because basically, uh, so Hadley Fraser, who was uh, playing Doctor Frankenstein, he's you know he's done Broadway, he's yeah, done, yeah. you know he's Mister Musical Theatre and all that. And um, so he we would do Musical of the Week, where he would sort of describe the um, a different the not the music but the plot of a musical, right? Right. In uh, in Starlight Express, yeah. What do you reckon the name of the British train? What the original British train? What do you reckon it was? Well, Thomas. You think, wouldn't you? Yeah. It was called the City of Milton Keynes. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's weird. It's just. It's do you know what's funny about that? It? Is I didn't know this, but you know um, that uh, Lloyd Webber. He was he was trying to do a musical version of Thomas the Tank Engine. Right. 
He got he tried to get the rights for Thomas the Tank Engine to turn it into a musical, and they said no. The, right. the, the, the estate of Thomas the Tank Engine said no. We don't want Thomas the Tank Engine the musical. So he wrote Starlight Express. Is that it's, right? It's based on that. Yeah, I wow. thought that sounds made up. That sounds back engineered. Was but no, Ca- no. Was Caterpillar on Tom and Jerry? I think. <laughs> I think and Liam just singing Memory, and in the background, just like, there's Jerry. Thomas! <laughs> <laughs> just the legs. There's, there's just the, the legs the, of a woman. There's a big piano <laughs> above the, just hanging above her head. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Live from Dublin. Yeah. The Chicken we, Wing Central. <laughs> we haven't uh, we haven't been playing that up. No, we haven't actually. We should have been. We've we should have been. been like, you know, like the old days of the Radio One Road show. Yeah, we, we should have been like, we're Dublin. Yeah, get people in from the local area. <laughs> exactly, yeah. No, we've not done any of that's that. A, you know. But that, I think that's just a lot. I think that's, that paints you in a good light, you know. Yeah, well, it says a lot you, about the lack of prep I do for this show, yeah. Is that what you say? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to say the fact that you know you've moved the whole production to Dublin, yeah, and then you haven't you haven't turned it into a gimmick. But no. you're right; it's pure laziness, isn't it? It's absolute laziness. Yes. I uh, mean, you are wearing that lovely ginger beard and wig. Yeah, which gone, you know is is the I've gone full Ed Sheeran. It's the way to ingratiate yourself. Absolutely. What was that thing you, you told me that yesterday? Didn't yeah, Ed Sheeran. This is incredible. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So me, me and Ross were discussing yesterday about ticket sales in uh, here in, in Ireland, which have all been fine. But you know, sometimes you think well, it'd be nice to do an extra night or whatever it would be. Yeah. And the promoters have gone, just come and do these gigs. There's no demand. And we were like, what? Why? What's going on? <laughs> None taken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and essentially. Ed Sheeran has sold something like 450,000 tickets in Ireland. Yeah. One in every five people in this country yeah. are going to see Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Just because he wrote Galway Girl. He tricked them. He tricked <laughs> a nation into liking him. Ah, but would it not work the other way around? Would it not work? You would think he's written Galway Girl, so in Galway, everyone's loving him. Yeah. But then in all the other, you know, but yeah. down in Waterford, I know he's not done anything about Crystal, has he? <laughs> Whereas Crystal Gale in Waterford, yeah, huge. oh my god! I don't know if they. Uh, that feels a very uh, British thing to hate neighbouring towns. I don't think they have that as much in Ireland as they do everywhere else. Have, have you been up north? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's a different country, of course. Don't get me wrong. There's uh, a bit of rivalry. Yeah, a uh, little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, if you start slagging off a neighbouring town, it does, uh, well, I've only, it's, I'm only going off my stand-up, you know, but if I, like, last night I was doing some jokes about Limerick being a bit rough. Yeah. And because uh, of where I was growing, where I grew up was rough as well. And uh, I felt like they weren't going for it in a sort of, like... Oh, definitely. I mean, in the UK, you've got to admit... I mean, we love to it's hit. We love ridiculous. to just up the road. And given what's happening politically at yeah. the moment, you just sort of go... Basically, anyone and, half an hour away, yeah, is, that's enough, yeah. isn't it? But then an hour away, oh, no. Oh, they're that's, fine. Yeah, they're yeah, fine. yeah. That's quite You could nice. draw a circle around your house. Yes. And everyone about half an hour away, you know, is getting it. Yeah. That's that's how it works. Yeah, that's, yeah exactly. Manchester, we've got Leeds... Liverpool, like, yeah, you know, yeah. we will have a go at any of them. Newcastle, Sunderland, yeah, you got all that. Yeah, Middlesbrough. I mean, that's fair enough, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that's based on that's based on fact. Obviously, that's not. I mean, that's that's slightly different. I mean, I realise what I'm saying there. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you I mean. Just say I am joking. 
and I'm, he'll be at the Sunderland Empire. <laughs> Sunderland Empire <laughs> on my current tour. I won't actually. So nope. um, no, I'm not. not so you want then? Not Mars, there. Yeah. So yeah. What do you think of that? I wonder how. What... <laughs> Hey, oh, well, that's under. No, I do like the people. People of Sunderland are lovely. You yeah, know? Lauren Laverne, the popular broadcaster. Yes, of course. She's from Sunderland. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were really getting yourself out of hole then. Yeah. I will be at Sunderland in February, and I think it's a wonderful place. Yeah. I'm also at Newcastle in December at the Arena, and I think that's a wonderful place. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm bipartisan. I'm fine with you're it. You're just you're happy to absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little little plug in there. Oh, I'm everybody's friend. Yeah. Absolutely. So but what you've cleverly done there mm. is so you're doing the arena yeah. uh at Newcastle. I'm doing uh, four nights at the City Hall. Oh yeah. Just absolutely. while we're plugging. That's a good venue. So you can just come and see me there. Yeah, go see Ross. Anyone who doesn't want to see you in the arena, mm. you know, because for some people it's it's, it's the, not their night. It's not yeah. for them. They think, oh, I want to see him in a theatre. You've tricked them into Travelling to Sunderland. <laughs> Come over here. I see what you've done there. Yeah. It's clever. I, say, well, yeah. I mean, I didn't think that, but I'll take it. Yeah. Jason. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Ross Noble's here. Hello. Morning. Hi. How are you feeling? Are you, are you energetic? I, you know what? I've got, I've got a second win. I, f- I felt the, la- the last 15 minutes, I sort of I, I got a little bit, hit the wall a little bit. Yeah, it you know? happen. But I'm back now. You're back. I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, and a big hello to all of our Amish listeners. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah. I don't know how they'll be listening. Well, they get somebody to listen outside of the Amish community. Somebody listens over the fence Mm. and then shouts over what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they they do it. It's just like. Will they get. Will they do our voices? Oh, yeah. Or will they get like just. Well, let's get Shane Ward and uh, Jimmy Nail. They can come in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's there's a special. uh, There's a a lot of work. There's a lot of actors pick up work (laughs) from just travelling around the outskirts of Amish. Just doing huge, like at the moment they're doing like Infinity Wars, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Deadpool Two. Yeah, just... it's uh, no mainly mainly radio, just mainly. <laughs> just radio. They don't do the films. They don't, do the films. Or, they don't know. It's just the just relaying what what they're saying. <laughs> A lot of the guys from uh, that used to do the voices of the nineteen eighties DJs, they've not got the work now. No, of for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on uh, on Twitter the other day, I said uh, that you were coming on the show. Yes, lots of people were very excited to to, to hear you. Totally good. But and with it being Twitter, I'm guessing there's also an equal number who would. Do you know what? I've <laughs> got to say, uh, on my Twitter, touch wood, I, I do all right. Most people are nice. Uh, you know what? I I find that as well. Mm. I, I have to say. There's one guy this really makes me laugh, and people keep saying, "Stop engaging him, stop know, engaging him." Know, but sometimes? I just, it just makes me laugh because it's just this guy's obviously really bored, yeah. And he's basically tweeting me, and I shouldn't be saying this on the radio because this will only encourage oh. him. He's basically tweeting me saying, uh, "I've got evidence that I saw you shoplifting," and wow, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, he's going, "Why won't you just admit to it? You know, this is terrible. I've got evidence." I went. What was I wearing when I was shoplifting? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'll disclose that. And this guy's just literally, but it's not even trolling. He's just clearly bored yes, and gone. Yes, bonkers. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there is always that. Yeah. And he's just sending me tweets telling me that I'm shoplifting. Unless it was, Nick, unless and, it was Mickey Flanagan. Well, this is, I think, that, I think that's what it is. Because he, he, out of the two of you, I, I mean, I know this is highly libelous, but 
I he, think Flanagan would. But he does uh, no, but he does that bit in his, oh, in his on his DVD about how he steals stuff. From oh, that's right. That's just, why I thought he does steal things. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he does. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So I think that might be what it is, and he's got he's got a bit confused. Yeah, I think that's exactly but, what it is. Yeah, he's seen me Flanagan admitting it <laughs> and thought yes, it was and you. thought it was me. So, uh, but yeah, so I that's, mean, there's nothing to say you haven't. That is true. I mean, we, you know. I'm I mean, not but, recommending stealing anything, but occasionally. You know, like I mean, I did. Uh, I did recently. Did I say about this one? I stole the thing from. This is. This is. A, I did genuinely steal. It's the only thing I've ever stolen in my life, right? You know. Uh, well, you know very well, right? ITV Studios, you know, in London, mm-hmm. uh, closing down, uh-huh. right? Whole place, right? And I was there. I think the last week that it was open. And I looked up, and on the wall there was like that the on air, you know the oh, yeah, yeah. you know the the light thing, and I went, ah, I'll just be getting chucked in a skip next week. I'll um, I'll have that. I'll have it. And I thought oh, it's going to be screwed on, isn't it? So I, I went, it wasn't even screwed on. Wow, it's a glass thing, and it just said, uh, I think it said something like Studio One on there or something. And I, so I got to put it in my bag out the door, right? right. I thought I'll do. Yeah. You know, the whole place is getting demolished. Yeah, it's right? fine. Anyway, get a call from my manager. Um. <laughs> Did you steal a, a light fitting from the studio? <laughs> what, what what makes you say that? They went, because the production company have been on, oh, no. they've security, like, oh, no. they've seen that it's missing, they've looked on the CC, there's a CCTV camera on that corridor, and she said they've uh, spotted it was you, they've seen you take it, and they'd like it back. Wow. So, But the problem is, is that I'd put it in my storage unit, in London, flew off to Australia yeah. for like three months tour of Australia. So they went, can we have it back? Went, well, you can, but in three months you'll have to wait. And then they've literally been badgering my <laughs> on an almost daily basis, saying that it's on an inventory list and that yeah. Oh no! So so I'll admit to stealing it. Yeah, but I thought you I, thought it was getting thrown away. I anyway. thought it was getting thrown away. Essentially, you were with the legal argument: finders keepers. Yes. Yes, that's what exactly. Yeah. And those lads in Hatton Garden, they were exactly the same. Yeah, they were just <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yes. I do, I'm not a I'm not a stealer. Although I don't know if this counts. Go on. You know when you go around the supermarket and, and you just put start... stuff in your bag. <laughs> yes, it counts. <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, and you just say I'll have nonsense. the contents of the till. That yeah. that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, when you just start like I'll eat stuff as I'm going around. Yeah. I'll have a little nibble on a bit of grub. Well, it depends, on. right? There's, there's, there's. And there's sometimes I put the empty packet through. When can you just scan that? That for is, us? you see, is that all right? That is fine because yeah. you're eating the stuff, yeah. but then you're gonna swipe the packet. Mm. That's, but I think that is deeply unacceptable. Really? Yeah, because I just think eat it in the car park. Yeah, but I'm I'm hungry and I've got shopping to do. Yeah, I think it's not stealing. But it's just—is it immoral? It's just socially wrong, just to be tucking into. I mean, it's not like I'm sat there with some bread out, with <laughs> the butter aisle, get some ham, cheese. A I'm full, not one of them roast chickens. Yeah. It's, got, it's got one of them. No, is I'm not this, doing that. Is this wrong in, in a supermarket? Right? It's a moral dilemma for cool. you, right? So my uh, my youngest daughter mm-hmm. is very small for her age, mm-hmm. right? She's five, yeah, five now, yeah. about to turn six. But she is within the kilogram weight for the kid's seat. Oh, in yeah. the, so strictly speaking, she's sort of she's sort of too big to go but because she's so in the trolley. Yeah, in the trolley. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's so light 
she doesn't exceed the because yeah, it's fine. meant to be for babies, isn't it? Yes, for young but, little but, toddlers. Yeah, yeah. But if any, if anyone say, why is there a six-year-old in that seat? And I'll go, well, look at the size of her. Is that? I think that's all right. I also think who is picking you up on that? I mean, what is going on in their day that the like, child's a bit big for that seat? I think you'll be all right. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I think you're on the you're on the moral you don't high ground. Think people are just going to judge me from a distance. They're just going to go. What's he pushing that? I think they will, but I think they'll be like, "Why is Mickey Flanagan pushing that?" Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford show on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've got uh, Ross Noble. Hello there. Ross Noble's here. We're having very intellectual <laughs> conversations while the songs are. <laughs> Things I wasn't expecting to be talking about. Yeah. The Hannah Gadsby uh, Netflix special on yes. uh, which yeah. is uh, fantastic. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a. We were talking about the evolution of stand up. Yes. Stand up comedy. Genre defying. defining Exactly, you know, how things, are, how things are changing, you know. Recommended. Go yeah. watch it. He's been in a lot of trouble for. Uh, kind of made these comments that he was sort of talking about. Louis C.K. and he's talking about um, uh, uh, Roseanne, and he wasn't defending them. He was no, just you say saying they're that, my friends. Yeah, they're me. my friends, and that they've kind of they've they've sort of lost everything. He wasn't, so he's got sort of got a bit misquoted. Yes. Anyway, that aside, <laughs> you've got to watch. I know I should be plugging my own show, <laughs> yeah, but Norm Macdonald, Hitler's Dog, Gossip and Trickery. Have you seen that? No, is that on Netflix? It is the funniest stand-up right. show you will ever see in your entire okay. life. But he's not touring this country, so come and see me or Jason. <laughs> um, yeah, no, 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 no one for it. Honestly, oh, I'll have a look just, up, out for that. Yeah. I watched him on uh, Letterman once tell a story that was about 15 minutes long. Oh, hang on, is this the moth show? The moth. On Conan. About oh, is the, it on Conan? Yeah, oh, go, just, yeah, Google that. Google uh, Norm MacDonald moth. It's so yeah. very funny. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's, he's really... <laughs> <laughs> oh, love him, love him. Anyway. We've had a few texts in about um, oh, whether it's uh, theft by consumption. Oh, right, OK. Apparently that's what it's called. Morning, Jason Ross. Uh, this is Anna uh, in Walsey. She says, um, when I walked around, uh, when I worked in Asda, sorry, uh, we were told that eating food in the shop is theft by consumption. It's an offence, and if we saw someone doing it, we should call security. Oh. As- if we were caught doing it, we'd get an instant dismissal. Instant dismissal wow. for having a... Imagine that. Get out! What's up? Still a mouthful of... just finish me touching Wow. So wow. you're not allowed to do it? Not allowed to do it. Okay. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to stop. You, That's all I'm but saying. But strictly speaking... Yeah, I see. And so I'll, take, I'll take... If security's coming at me, I'm like... Yeah. What about suppositories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I don't... Are you, are you, you know... What, in the I chemist? Mean, I don't think it's the same in the chemist. I don't think you can start trying medicines Yeah, but you're if you're walking around. around... See, you're walking around the chemist section, yeah. and you think, because it take a while to kick in, suppositories. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's sort of... You are I've sort, never had one, you sort of are consuming them. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I, what I would say is, good luck security proving it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, you know, if you're going to go into the trouble, you know, you get a chicken leg up there, wouldn't you? <laughs> What's the old joke about the woman? Uh, she, she's leaving the supermarket with a chicken up her, up her oh, jumper. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing with that? Some potatoes and a couple of bit of veg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carla says, uh, Jason, uh, talking about supermarkets are doing something others see as immoral. Where do you stand if you're four weeks away from giving birth, but you use the parent and child parking space? 
100% fine. Absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. But I what mean, point does it kick in? Well, obviously, if you're trying to conceive, no. <laughs> that is that is acceptable. It's not. It if you've just be... come straight from the bedroom. Yeah. I think we're. I think that went so well. Yes. We can park here. I think you need to at least have had a scan. I think that's what it is. I, I think, think, I think you, you, can... you need to be able to, instead of, you know, the, the blue badge, just take a picture of the kid. Just like, yeah. And also, why not, uh, if you're a pregnant lady, mm. why not um, uh, have a baby on board sign on the back of your jeans? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Right. right. Hashtag Ask Ross. Yeah. I, yeah. I set this up uh, on Twitter <laughs> right. a couple of days ago. We've been trying to get around to yeah. it. Eventually it's only, we're it's only here. taking us like an hour. We've only got 20 minutes of the yes. show left. On the Twitter. Do the Instagram. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've not been doing it long. I started last week. Yeah. I, and I was a bit surprised because the, the, uh, I, I joined up. I got 8,000 followers. I mm. thought, this is good. Yeah. And then it just didn't go up after that. Yes. It didn't go up at all. And I thought, and I checked it last night, down to 5,000. Wow. Like, I thought, that's never happened on Twitter. No. It literally, is that a thing? Is that like a... shouldn't be. Yeah. Or it's posted. <laughs> it was late at night. And the, but, think, you know, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. I think a few of them, now what with your shoplifting past. That's what it, yeah, that's probably what it is, yeah. <laughs> I was... Tr- I cramming was, a six-year-old into the trolley. I was uh, showing the blueprints of a local Sainsbury's. <laughs> showing people where the hatchways are. So, yeah. It's this shameless plug. Mr. Ross Noble. Yes, that's my that's my Insta. thing. So get involved because it's not. You don't. Know I'll it, be yeah. honest. It's not taken off as a. As I, I don't would know have liked. how Instagram is so popular. I mean, I, I quite like it, but at the same time, I think. But isn't this just like Twitter, Twitter pictures? But with, I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'll get there. There we go. Right, let's try and do this. Right. Lots of tweeted and asked me some questions. Quick, quick fire, quick fire. Right. Mike says, "What's the story about the crocodile in Heaton Park?" I mm-hmm. did a gig and uh, I got everyone to ring into a local radio station to say that they'd seen. Uh, I didn't say say I didn't say say a crocodile or an alligator. I said just just like say that like somebody your dog got taken and then right. say that you saw something moving in the bushes <laughs> and uh, people rang in and it, it um, not only was it a popular hoax on this phone-in show, mm. uh, five of the national papers picked it up. <laughs> wow! Yeah, and it was a yeah, it was quite a big thing. And then I did a I was, did a TV show with uh, Cheryl Cole who grew up in Heaton and uh, apparently she thought it was real and was scared to walk through the local park. <laughs> so yeah, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I think I also started a rumor that. Uh, I did this in Australia. I started a rumour that George Foreman, the boxer, mm. doesn't have any fingerprints. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it started to spread and it ended up on all these boxing websites that, because I, I put it out that, because you never start, if you're going to lie, just lie Got small little, and then yeah. just sort of, and uh, it's uh, that he'd been denied entry into America despite being a sporting hero because he's uh, he couldn't use the <laughs> scanner, the thumb scanner thing. And uh, a load of kids in Perth, Western Australia, printed out a load of speech bubbles, yeah. stickers, and stuck them on all of the George Forbes. So it looked like it was part of the of the <laughs> box. And it was a picture of George Foreman on the George Foreman grill. And it just said, oh, and by the way, I have no fingerprints. <laughs> so that was the thing. We should yeah. start one. Let's start one on this show. Let's start yeah. a, a, just a random 
myth. See if we can get All right, it we'll, there. T- we'll think about it while the next Let's song's on. Think. Yeah. Or, or maybe send us in the ones yeah. that... It's got to be something I that... once tried to. I once tried to start one. This is also a, when I had a radio show 12 years ago in Manchester. Uh, we tried to start one that uh, Ashley Cole was the son of George Cole. <laughs> <laughs> what, Minder? Yeah, from Minder. Brilliant. And uh, it's a couple of people like, oh, I can see Yeah, that. it's got to be yeah, something. Got the, got the same nose or whatever. Like, it's no. got to be something that comes up. I tell you what would be good. It'd be quite good to do one about um, about pointless. You know how that's on like every day? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, here's what we'll do. Those glasses. Does Richard Osmond wear glasses? He does, yeah. Yeah. Richard Osmond's glasses are, um, he bought them at an auction after Ronnie Barker died. There you go. So basically, when you see him, they're Ronnie Barker's glasses <laughs> from, from the original two Ronnies. So just start talking about that. Like right. If you're in the pub and that, just say, oh, yeah, that's a thing. That's a fact. And see how long it takes before. And then right. he'll have to deal with that. Go on, crack yeah. on, crack on. Uh, Alex says, uh, what was the deal with the lizard man in the cheese shop in Cheltenham? There's a man in the... Oh, yeah, the yeah. There was, there was a... Yeah, I was doing this. This is one of my shows, isn't it? There was is this a, just random? There was a lizard man in. There was a cheese shop outside. I was basically... Most of the show was about this cheese shop outside. And then uh, somebody sent me a picture afterwards going, you'll never believe there's actually a cheese shop outside. And I went, that's why the whole show is about the cheese shop. And she sat there going, oh, it's lucky that he does a show about a cheese shop and there happens to be Well, one. that might answer uh, Terry Smith's uh, question, who says, who's the stupidest person you've met when you're travelling around yeah. the UK yeah, there you you're freewheeling? Uh, OK, we could do that. Jonathan says, uh, what would he do in the event of a full-scale hostile alien invasion? A hostile alien hostile invasion. Hostile alien yeah. invasion. Not a friendly one. yeah. I mean, you know, because they come down and they do the anal probes, don't they? They do, I've heard about Do you about know what that, I mean? Yeah. Do you take that as a hostile thing or just <laughs> a good night out? Into, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Chance of being fine. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I, I th- well, you know, do you uh, do, do you fight? Do you join the resistance? Yeah. Or, uh, no, I'd roll over. I think so I too. I would literally... Yeah, I would literally. You know what I would do? I would wear a Papi Amashi alien head <laughs> and just go. I'm, I'm with you, lads. Don't care. I sometimes. I, I don't know if you ever have this conversation with with your mates, but sometimes me and my brothers, I'm a dad, will occasionally make a plan if there's suddenly a zombie apocalypse. Oh, of course. Yeah. So you've got a plan uh, in mind. A hundred percent. Yeah. I already know. I'm like, right. Uncle Johnny has got one of those big pickup trucks, and yeah. him, him and his wife. Let's be honest, they're not going to survive anyway. So let's go and get their van. That's the yeah. first thing we would do. Right. And they're only up the road in Salford, so we'd get their van first. Yeah. First. And then and then I think we'd try and head back back roads, A roads, uh, to... Um, Buxton. <laughs> to Buxton. <laughs> They'll never get us in Buxton. Exactly. I think you've got to have a plan. Yeah. Well, I at my old house... Um, I've, I've well, you had a tank at your old house. Yeah, yeah, so that's, people used to come round and basically go, oh, you're set up for the... So I had a house that was like, the land was uh, was fenced, so yeah. that would slow them down a bit. That would, yeah. I had a tank, I had a selection of vehicles that could be utilised, yes. you know, against... I had a, a JCB, which what I would do is I'd dig a zombie trench. That's a good idea. Like, that's, you know, I'd tilt till the diesel ran out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, that's apocalypse one hundred and one, isn't it? The it exactly, oh, you know, spice, spice in the bottom yeah. until it fills up, of course. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, also, I um, I had quite a lot of um, wire around the place, and I did actually think I would just put a wire head height around, oh like, yeah, and put put wires at head height 
in the woods because right. cause they just bumble into them. Yeah. And then, you know. But then what are like, like what are more people, zombies? Yeah, I mean, obviously. <laughs> you yeah. get a few of them in. So basically, if there was a panto on <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse <laughs> kicks off, that's what you've got to be. There's seven zombies in the yard. Oh, my God. And they've got... <laughs> they've and there's a big zombie dressed in a ball gown behind them. There's two of them dressed as a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they haven't got lips, they're still trying to whistle while they work. <laughs> Imagine killing a zombie dwarf with... with Imagine killing a zombie dwarf with one pickaxe. Imagine that. I mean, that's the old dignity in the world of dead. Right. <laughs> That answered your question. <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're up to the end of the show with Ross Noble this morning. Yeah. Been nice to see you. It's been lovely. I've been enjoyed nice to it. Catch up. I once uh, did I tell me Paul a story. Please do. Let's quickly tell you that. Absolutely. So uh, going underground was uh, used by in a, a panto I saw. Um, King Rat, obviously, song going underground. Yeah, doing an interview. Paul Weller was the other guest, and I said, uh, I said, oh, that's funny. I said, my um, it was my my daughter was my daughter was quite young at the time. I said, my daughter's a big fan of you, and he's what? I said, yeah, she's only little, but you know, because because uh, she uh, underground in the um, in the panto, and uh, you've got a fan, and I thought he'd go, oh, that's, that's cute. Nice, a yeah. tiny child is joining her, and he went, what panto? <laughs> and I went, I was like Wimbledon. He went, I'll check I'm getting the Royals for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, as kicking off. <laughs> anyway, we got more of these then. Susan Callaghan uh, says... Susan Callaghan? Susan the, Callaghan. No, I'll tell, tell you what, you could steal her pitchfork, couldn't you? <laughs> pitchfork? No, what was it? Pickaxe. Pickaxe. She's quite small. She is. <laughs> pitchfork. Pitchfork. Doesn't make any sense no. at all. Susan Calvin's pitchfork. <laughs> Kill the beast. Uh, Susan says, Yes. Uh, I met Ken Dodd many times. Yeah. And this is not really a question, but she wants you to know right. this. I met Ken Dodd many times, and I once asked him, who did he rate now as uh, the best of the comedians? And Ken told her, Ross Noble. He said he has a tremendous understanding of the giggle muscle. I always wanted to share that with Ross. I thought he might be chuffed. Oh, that's lovely, yeah. I, I, saw, I had heard he was a, a fan. I never uh, never got to meet him. I once waited at the stage door to try and meet him when I was probably 19, 20, something like that. Right. And he's, uh, he was in there for hours. I gave up in yeah, the end. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. I've got to go to school, Ken. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, he's sort of uh, last of the uh, last of that sort of breed, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's Sort really, yeah. of uh, variety, um, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, nice. that's, that's nice. That's lovely. Nice yeah. Always yeah. nice. We've gone from zombie apocalypse to yeah. compliments from Ken Dodd. Yeah. I love this show. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So. Ross is on tour. Ross Noble, go and see him on tour. Loads of dates. Uh, Crawley on Tuesday, and then he's everywhere. Cardiff, Basel, Oxford, across Crikey, the across everywhere. The From I've still got one Scottish date left, so I'm still I've got Edinburgh. Yeah, and now I've got Newcastle Festival Theatre, and I've got uh, Birmingham. Loads of dates in Coventry and a Palladium. London play two nights. Oh, he's changed at London's fashionable West End. Ninth and tenth yes. of November at uh, that there Palladium. I can't wait. I've never played there before. 
I've done a couple of gigs there, but I've not done my yeah, own tour. Yeah, no, I've, I've sort of, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, you know, and it's, you know, I'd normally do Hammersmith. And it's, I a, just, it's hallowed turf. Yeah, and I thought, come on, let's... I had to give one of the know. boys from One Direction a bit of a telling off. Did you? I did, yeah. I don't think I've ever told anyone this. This will be in the paper tomorrow. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. Liam. Was, there's one called Liam. Was he the one that was next, married to the... Um, oh, yes. Um, no, maybe it wasn't him then. Sandin Pacini. One of them. Go on. Ah, oh, I should know. Yeah, anyway. one, of, one of One Direction. You'll be able to Google it because he was on the Royal Variety Show. And I oh. went to... I, I was in the dressing room down the hall. Yeah. And I, I, I could smell smoke. Oh, hello. Hello. And I'm a big... I'm, I'm not a fan of the smoking at the best of times. Are we talking cigarettes or are we oh, talking... Oh, no, we're talking cigarettes. Yes, I'm certainly not. <laughs> what it's called? Yeah, yeah, that's what the kids call it. <laughs> so I um anyway I was got I was I thought nothing of it and uh, but then I knew this chap from One Direction was was performing at the Royal Variety. Yep. My kids are huge fans. Yeah. So I thought my my daughter would kill me if I didn't just knock on and say hello and get a little uh-huh. selfie. So I give a little knock on, open the door. Musicians in there. Your man having a fag out the window. No. And I sort of did it in a jokey way, but I was like, there was a seriousness in Brilliant. my eye. I was like, are you smoking in the London pudding? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we just uh, finished the show. I went, this is hallow turf, mate. This is, this is our Wembley. You can't, you can't treat it like this. Brilliant. And he's like, there was all these musicians and crew all yeah. looking at me like, is he telling off? Is he telling us off? I was like, I went full on dad mode. Brilliant. Full on. I made him smoke the rest of the packet. <laughs> I didn't. Do you think? Do you think Bruce Forsyth was there with one of them? You know, one of them hooker pipes, them hobbly bubbly things. You know, the, you know exactly. Them, what are they called? Yeah, I know what you mean. Sheesh, sheesh. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he was doing Definitely that? Definitely not. Do you think Jimmy Tarbuck had a had a, a, a large a pipe? A pipe? <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. No. No, they did not. Livid, I was. Unbelievable. I know, and now, even, every so often when we're driving and one of their songs comes on, I go, I gave him a good selling off. <laughs> it's become I mean, my story. My kids are mortified. That, yeah, I mean, that's... Mortified? Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway. Smoking right. in the London Palladium. Fuming. I, I mean, the first, so thing you, the, <laughs> the first thing you'd think, you'd think, aye, aye, that's Cirque du Soleil. They're on. You know, a lot yeah. of smoke machines, a lot of dry ice. Maybe Shirley Bassey is emerging. You know, maybe she's a, you know, she's a, she's about to emerge from some sort of hydraulic lift. That's the first thing you'd think, wouldn't nope. you? And you go down there. from One Direction. Yeah, you, imagine if he'd gone out and went, Shirley Bassey's got, she's got a big hydraulic lift and there's loads of smoke. It's not tobacco though, is yes. it? Yes. Liam Knight. And that's Shirley Bassey. <laughs> exactly. She's part of our heritage. It's, oh my God, that's, uh, remind me to tell you about this. Tell journey. me later because we've, we've actually got, got, <laughs> we've gone into somebody else's show. <laughs> right. See you next week. Have a lovely time. Have a lovely week. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters.